Good evening, and welcome back to Star Trek Reliant. I'm Bethag, um, technical guru in many ways for this podcast, uh, and today I will be also GMing our little game. Here's Star Trek Reliant. We do have a bit of announcement to make before we get into uh, announcing each individual characters, so let's just get into that. Um, we do have a new email address that we've set up, uh, reliant at starbaseugc.com. So if you have any feedback, any comments, any suggestions, or you just want to share something with us, uh, we're happy and waiting to get your emails. So just send, uh, send what you can to reliant at starbaseugc.com and, uh, we hope to hear from you soon. All right, now with that underway, out of the way, sorry, let's uh, introduce our crew with the captain of the Reliance. Duncan Idaho. Okay, that was Duncan Idaho, <laughs> Captain Marcus Graves of the Reliance, yeah. and also playing a few other I, characters. I do want to throw one thing in there. So for people with our new email address, which is, again, uh, was it just Reliant at Starbase UGC? Yes, Reliant at StarbaseUGC.com. Okay, and that's Reliant at StarbaseUGC.com. We were repeating it so you remember. If you throw in a crayon-based tardigrade doodle or Microsoft Paint tardigrade doodle, uh, I'll go ahead and add your name to our ship roster. I'm just going to throw that out there because I have the power to do that because I have the Google Drive. And he is indeed the captain, so he has that power. Yes. So uh, well, I think... if you want to get your yeah. So if you want to get your name on the crew, send us a tardigrade doodle. All right. And thank... I'll also post those to Twitter as well. <laughs> thank you for that, Duncan. We'll uh, put uh, Duncan's Twitter in the show notes as well as uh, comment to the. New email address, so that's once again Reliant at StarbaseUGC.com. Just hammering that email address in. Uh, let's go with our um, counselor next. I'm Grumpy Old Nord. I play uh, Chaplain Victor Waitley, the ship's counselor and chaplain. I also play the uh, the bartender for our uh, our equivalent to 10 forward, uh, Club 42, uh, Grimnir. And uh, also this new security ensign, Mary Shepard. But uh, don't forget that email is reliant at starbase dot, or, uh, starbaseugc.com for any criticism or complaints you have about uh, the chaplain's uh, bedside manner. <laughs> All right, and let's go with our uh, con officer. Hi, this is Gerilyn. I play Con Officer Kara Junrani, and I'm also in charge of the NPCs, Jessaro and Neen. And I would like to wish Vladimir Putin a very make-out with a fucking belt sander, please. Oh, by the way, we have an email address. It's reliant at starbaseugc.com. Uh, okay, and thank you for that. And finally, but definitely not least, uh, our Klingon Exchange Officer. Greetings and salutations. I am Pirate Scum Gaming. Do you guys know we have an email address? Reliant yeah. at UGCGaming.com. StarbaseUGC.com. StarbaseUGC.com. Now pass me the rum, damn it. 
I think you've already had enough for now, but we'll, uh, I'll see how long that lasts, because I'm sure I'll just fire it in some more. And so for now, let's start with our new episode. Uh, the Reliance has been on doing some exploration duty, but has been called off, uh, to, to head to the Shackleton Expanse, uh, the chief engineer, Rick Tia, has, uh, his species has, there's, um, going to be the opening of a new, um, Starfleet Academy starter, um, course, uh, a, a, a school dedicated to, uh, essentially, uh, pre, uh, prepare students to enter Starfleet Academy. Um, so the, the Reliant has been dispatched and has, has got a, a bit of a journey ahead of it, but uh, it's starting to get to the end end, end of that journey. Um, and and the, the crew of the Reliant are just hours away from entering the new SOAR system within the Shackleton Expanse. Is there anything before we start, than any of the crew want to do before we arrive. Uh, oh, Waitley's doing his uh, usual uh, going through the, the roster of uh, you know people in need of uh, counseling and therapy. Grimner's in Club 42, doing the job better, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and Ensign Shepard is just staring menacingly, waiting for an opportunity to use her. So this is, does seem to be a rather calm ride so far. Ensign Mary hasn't needed to uh, even raise, uh, unholster her phaser. So uh, she's probably feeling a bit grumpy right now. I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Kara uh, Junrani is obviously flying the ship, and Jess Aro and Neen are busy crawling through Jeffrey's tubes, Making questionable improvements to the Reliant. Trog's in his quarters, brewing up another batch of venom. Yeah, anything for the captain, Marcus Graves? And not for Graves, but there's a scene I've been wanting to do, and let's see if we can pull it off. Um, let's see what we can pull it off. Uh, okay, gotta get into the right mindset. So, one sec. So the camera pans over to Setsujigoro as she's kind of leaning back a little bit, kind of just eyes on the ceiling, kind of lost in kind of abstracted concentration, talking with someone. So, Nord, I will need you to respond. So she's kind of extolling a little bit, uh, just kind of having a little bit of therapy right now. Does. No, it's still hard, you know, finding a place here. I mean, every so often I still feel orgy just the way I move. I think it's... No part of me, and as much as I try, much as I'm improving with your counseling, it's still really hard, and I really don't feel like an hippie that much anymore. Not that I really ever did. And Marcus is, you know, just Marcus, so still hasn't really opened up that much, and what I can really do is just bury myself in my work. I mean, camera pans over, not to Chaplain Waitley, but to Grimnir. Playing the role of ship's counselor. Two sets up. Grimner nods and pours her another drink and says, 
Well, have you thought about just not giving a shake? That's hard for me to do, especially with all the processing stuff. I, I kind of train myself to always give a shake. Ah, there's your problem. Should try not give so, it a shake. Are there, like, are there any like little tricks I can do to help not give a shake? He uh, <laughs> he gets this very serious, pondering look on his face, and he says, "You know, in all my years and travels, I've learned the easiest way to take your mind off things that are bogging it down with more trouble than it's worth is just get." Have you tried that yet? Well, when I get drunk, it generally isn't that fun. Like, I don't know. Like, I just end up doing something silly. I like well, really not giving a shot. It's just... Well, you know doing something silly is half the point, eh? Yeah, I don't know. Just, I, I can do silly without really thinking about it too much. Maybe onto something there, then. It's the part of not giving a shot is not thinking. Hmm... Science, though. You can try beer tonight. From above them, there's a scuttling sound in the vent, but it passes without incident. Setsu takes a a mug of something alcoholic that Grimnir's provided, just assuming it's beer reasonably um, reasonably suited, and just takes a hefty chug. He nods, says, Hey, that's the first step. Now you've got many more. And as she's, you know, just starting to work on that one, he pours her another one, sets it in front of her, and says, excuse me, I'll be right back. All right, is that where we want to leave it? I think that's a good place to leave it. I was running through any other possibilities, but that's a good point to leave it. All righty then. So it's still a couple of hours, and the time counts down pretty quickly. Um, the Reliant, um, all the bridge crew are, are summoned back to their various seats on the bridge, Ricky is still in the engine, um, and uh, as the count down three, two, one, the Reliant uh, exits warp uh, on the exterior of, of the new source system. Uh, systems has has a couple of rocky inner, three rocky inner planets, and about another three gaseous uh, outer planets um, orbiting around. Nothing is particularly interesting about any of them except for where there would be an asteroid belt separating the inner and outer planets, the rocky from the gaseous, uh, this is an asteroid shell. A full 360 coverage uh, of the of the inner system by asteroids. Uh, there are a number of um, entry Corridors that are controlled by um, tra- uh, Federation tractor beam emitters that that keep uh, keep certain uh, areas passageways clear of of debris while still maintaining the 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 shell the asteroid shell structure of the of the system. Uh, it doesn't take long for system traffic control, because with a system like that, you know, you sort of have to have a pretty good traffic control system to mediate entering from the outer to the inner system uh, contacts the Reliant. You saw traffic control. Uh, This is new 
So traffic control, come in reliant. Graves and nods for the channel to open. Reliant here. Thanks for giving us a little bit of a hail, traffic control. Uh, we're on approach right now, but how best should we make our orbit? Well, uh, you have, have priority currently within our system, so um, the closest uh, passageway is here, and uh, little coordinates appear on uh, Kara's console. Uh, you are clear to enter directly. Um, well, uh, welcome to Newsaw. We will await your arrivals. Kara, meanwhile, is looking at the sensors and looking at all the tractor beam emitters and the holes they're leaving for the ship to go through. She just sighs and says, Sorry, Larissa, no asteroids game today. Larissa just kind of glares over at her. <laughs> says Skipper. Kara wonders idly how they got on the bridge again. Alright, uh, Kara navigates through the uh, through the passageway. It is wide enough that the Reliant doesn't have any issue. It, it, it is one of the smaller sized ships within the Federation, so there, there isn't any kind of real worry uh, about hitting the sides or just sort of playing, hitting the rocks. There, there's plenty of, of um, space around. So um, with that come um, traffic control uh, adds another set of coordinates to to indicate a um, a stable orbit around Saw. Um, Kara, you know, takes the coordinates and heads on in, sighing. Ah, no artistic freedom in this place. Uh, it doesn't take long for there's another another hail this time. Um, uh, from uh, a Starfleet delegation on on, on New Saw. Uh, Reliant, welcome to New Saw. Um, we have the coordinates ready for you to beam down. Uh, the ceremony is n opening ceremony is not for another day, so you have plenty of time to look around. We do have uh, tours available for the facility, so if you'd like to to uh, explore. Uh, today, or do um, or do some cultural exploration. I mean, you do have uh, a, a saw on board, so perhaps uh, he would like to uh, visit friends and family. It's it's sort of up to you what you want to do. Righto. So we could definitely send a cultural delegation down. Um, I may be a little occupied, but I can definitely make sure that my best officers are on the scene. I wonder if they still have those potted plants that are suspiciously shaped like tardigrades. Skipper immediately just perks up antennae delivering, but stays with her uh, crayon set and piece of paper in the corner. Alright, who's going to go on a shore visit? Kara turns and looks back at Marcus. So, do I have to go down and make nice? Yes, you do. Um, let's see. I need to stay and review some stuff with command, but, uh, let's see. Let's go ahead. Uh, you, Chorog, of course, Rick, uh, Mary, and Setsa, and let's see who else. Now let's send Ged. Ged needs a vacation. Oh, I see how it is. I see how it is. 
I get to go down and make nice and go around the academy and deal with the brass, and you get to sit up here and do, she uses air quotes, work. Yes, work. Eh, Although, captain. it is, but I'm not taking this entirely lightly. So, there is some significant work to be done, uh, especially coordinating around that uh, Starbase Magellan. Um, but for right now, I'll put you in command of the uh, away mission. If anything goes sideways, let me know. We'll respond as appropriate. But you just have fun down there. Kara stands up, throwing her arms up in the air. Put the Ibby in charge of it, said no one ever. She heads over to the turbo lift to go down and get into her more dressy diplomatic outfit and then heads for the transporter room. Skipper raises the hand. Yes? <laughs> Arcasize. Well, I'm going to put that up to Rick. Uh, he knows what trouble you might be able to get into, so if you want to run down to um, engineering and get his thoughts, then, yeah. Skipper salutes, disappears in a blue flash, reappears in a blue flash, grabs her crayons and paper, and disappears again. Yeah, he reappears in uh, engineering. Skipper reappears in engineering and... Rick's there, sort of, uh, just turned just turn around to, to walk away from a console that uh, he was looking at with, with uh, one of the other crew, en- engineering crew, and stops and, and looks down at Skipper. Of course, okay, Mr. Mr. Chief, Lieutenant Rick, um... Marcus said I should ask you if I can go on the mission, because you know your planet and what trouble I can get into. I don't think I get into trouble, but I, I want to see it and maybe get some new crayons. Oh, uh, maybe a plan. Rick takes uh, a, a thinking stance and perhaps ponders a bit too long uh, as, as he sort of looks off into the middle distance. Uh, before uh, take, looking back down, well, there shouldn't be any extra trouble, any other unusual trouble that you wouldn't get into normally. Okay, I try to be good, so I will go down and, and be good. Yes, that would be much appreciated, Skipper. Thank you. Uh, are we getting ready to go? Uh, yeah, we're, we're getting ready. Kara's getting her dress pants on. I I will meet you at the uh, transporter room. Skipper salutes, turns, and totters off uh, in the direction of her our shared bunk with the other baby tardigrades, where she is going to go get some stuff without disturbing the others, because then they'll get jealous and want to come too. All right, with everyone gathering up, um, everyone meets at the transporter room. Is there any last things you want to bring down or last things to say before we get to New Soul? Kara checks her Ibby phaser pistol and makes sure it's in a holder strapped to her thigh. She looks over at the group. Yeah, after what happened on FR, I'm not leaving home without a gun anymore. A very wise precaution. Well, you know, wisdom and paranoia, sometimes they're the same. She goes over and stands on the pad. That's to adjust her shoulder bag and joins Kara on the transporter pad. All right, Rick. Rick is just engaging with a uh, in a brief discussion with the transporter chief, uh, but that soon 
ends and he joins the others on the transporter pad. Uh, Skipper and any, anyone else there, we can just uh, be down to the location. Trog wanders in, having put on his nicer coat, one that, well, not so many holes, and the one that has the hidden pocket with the two disruptors in it. It's That's got slightly more bones decorating it. Say what? I was joking, and it's got slightly more bones decorating it. Well, you know, you can never accessorize too much. <laughs> All right, with that, the blue curtain of the transporter uh, beam descends down on you, and uh, in a moment you're in this um, lobby area. And ground there is four pillars, uh, but it, it's sort of like a more open area. Each pillar, there are some some earth pot plants, but also um, some plants that you none of you really recognize, but you presume they must be native plants. So it's sort of a mix so, of imported and, and native. So, does anyone have an existential crisis every time we do that? No? Just me? Okay. Yeah, you, you see, see Rick sort of just slightly shake his head. As 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 you look around, asking that, Kara, while looking around, checks to see who she should go greet. Who the main person is here? If there's a transporter officer or a greeter or someone in a uniform. Fortunately, there is someone just walking up to you right now who looks to be somewhat in charge. Uh, welcome. I am. Uh, I forgot to give this guy a name. Uh, um. Uh, Tolan uh, Jekyll. He is a uh, Andorian, as in uh, staff, a Starfleet uniform, uh, captain by the insignia. Kara gives a smart salute right out of the cadet handbook and says, Lieutenant Kara Jinrani, leading the away team. I'll let everyone introduce themselves. Setsu kind of slinks back. Uh, behind most of the group. Kara winds her tail around and sets his leg to keep her from going back too far. <laughs> uh, Rick introduces himself and uh, reaches out, offers to shake, shake the uh, captain's hand, which is, is, is shook, but a bit awkwardly. Trog also introduces himself and gives a quick pirate salute. Uh, you Isn't see that the, a rude gesture? You see a quick nod back. Uh, from the captain. Kara sighs and, <laughs> reaching behind her, gently tugs Setsa forward. And this is Setsa Jigoro, lieutenant. She's on our science team. Hi. She's a bit self-conscious because she's currently wearing sort of a casual scientist outfit. Um, Starfleet-themed, but definitely not a regulation uniform. Well, a very well, what is that as he looks down to see Skipper? Skipper just totters not able forward to stop herself. Ugly. Not able to stop herself, Kara immediately quips, that's a tardigrade, sir. Skipper immediately just totters forward and gives the captain's leg a hug. Well, uh, right then, uh, I did, um, I do remember now reading something about tardigrades aboard the Reliantly. Didn't expect they would be so huggy, though. Hug. 
Yes, uh, yes, and to... and he he actually does bend down and and sort of pat the top of Skipper's head. Her name is Skipper, sir. Well, Skipper, thank you for the hug. Um, perhaps you could let go now, and I will show you around. Skipper, let's go. Totters back to the rest of the group. And uh, he looks towards uh, Mary, who hasn't introduced herself yet, and say, "I take it what your security for the team." She nods. She nods and says, "I, sir." Ensign Shepard, at your service. He sort of just nods back. Well, we're, we're not expecting any kind of security issue. Um, the Federation has uh, about a 30-year alliance with us all. So um, we're not expecting um, anything untoward. But, well, I've read some of your reports and perhaps it's better just in case. She smiles and says, thank you, sir. All right. Um, so uh, the o- opening ceremony will be held at 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. In the meantime, the the uh, school facilities are open for VIPs such as yourself to take a tour around. Uh, is there anything else you would like to do uh, before or Instead, speaking from myself, Kara shuts up. Uh, Sets is still raising her hand. Like, Kara can just talk over that. Yeah, and she won't. Oh. Sets raises her hand and says, Um, is there like a museum or library? Uh, the, uh, so do have a significant library in history. Uh, we do, we have, have, recently been updating the computers so unfortunately uh, a lot of information is, is not quite fully loaded into the new system we do have most recent history but the more ancient um, mythological aspects of their society are still yet to be fully updated oh god well we're looking forward to learning anyway uh, perhaps uh, Rick would. Uh, I do believe a lot of uh, history has been passed down verbally, so perhaps Rick would be able to fill you in on anything. Or if he doesn't know, then perhaps uh, some family members or other contacts. Sets a bows. Kara looks around for a minute before opening her mouth. This time, she turns to the captain. Uh, speaking for me, sir, I'm probably just going to allow our engineer, Rick Tier to set the agenda. He knows this planet probably better than the, any of the rest of us, sir. Uh, well, in that case, uh, I first things first, I should introduce you to my family. Kara nods. I promise to be on my best behavior. Uh, it shouldn't really be necessary, but uh, we appreciate it. You've been around me long enough, Rick. You know it's necessary. He sort of just sighs and just sort of like nods his head briefly. All right, this way. And he uh, seemingly, he knows exactly which way to go to get out of this place. Sort of leading leading the away team uh, towards the right through some corridors um, and out into the cityscape at large. Um, The first thing you immediately notice 
standing right in front of you are uh, like prefabricated uh, Starfleet colony buildings from about 30, 40 years ago. Um, as, as you look around, you can see some, some more, more buildings out in, uh, out past this initial cent area that are more taller and more actually designed for the environment. Uh, more like custom built buildings. Um, as Kara walks along, she keeps her tail wrapped around Setz's wrist to keep her from running off. She looks at the buildings. You know, I think I had a block set like this when I was a kid. Uh, this area is still, uh, was the first area, um, put together by the Federation when, when we had to move planets. So we're keeping the old, uh, colony buildings that were, um, prefabricated here as a center as a reminder of the circumstances. Well, I have nothing against it. Nothing wrong with a good building, so long as they serve. And these should serve a good long while. They are quite hardy buildings, yes. That's an odds. Yeah, they do remind me of a lot of the uh, colony buildings that we have on the outer periphery of Vivi space. I haven't really been that much uh, with myself, but yeah, it's a little bit. I also think I know which block set Kara's talking about. The rich kids have them in my... Uh, um, uh, preschool. Well, one Our of the, the benefits of these kind of prefabricated units is that they were designed to be slotted in quickly and easily, creating communities out of the various constituent parts, including things and excluding things that were and weren't needed as the circumstances were. Kara kind of blinks and fades out of the current thing quick or quietly and just kind of softly herself. Was that a rich kid? <laughs> uh, Setsa says, uh, was there much of a natural ecology before the uh, SAR settled here? Uh, we do have, um, a lot of the natural ecology we have been able to maintain. Uh, this planet is all the plants, all the general ecosphere, uh, were, were uh, native. Uh, we we weren't able. We we didn't have a lot of time to to dedicate to trying to bring our own native ecosphere. Try to fully terraform anything. This was the closest planet that that matched our biology. Well, surely you managed to save something, right? I mean, even the Rio fans managed to get some seeds off world. We do, we do have, uh, I believe you'd call them seed banks, but um, we we generally keep them for we generally just keep them. They're not really used, if you understand. I get you. More of a cultural historical thing. Mm. We we've uh, we lost our old planets, and this was time for a new start. Some things, unfortunately, get lost or become irrelevant. Kara just nods quietly and keeps following Rick as he leads them through the city. 
Uh, it doesn't, it, it takes about another 20 or so minutes for them to arrive to another, uh, to the front of a, of a prefabricated building on the edge. Uh, you're just starting to see, uh, the more custom built buildings. And, uh, there's, uh, he presses a button and, uh, waits for a moment as, as, uh, obviously a bell, a chime of some kind alerts the residents within and and soon the the door parts open to reveal uh Aldersall. Uh the, the scales has turned a slightly grey um tinge but I mean it's 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 still very hard to to you know like differentiate, you know, this is a it's it's pretty hard to pick just how old uh, this male saw is. Rick here, welcome home. Uh, we've been expecting you, and uh, this is the crew of the Riot. Uh, let me guess, uh, that's uh, you must be Kara, or is it Set Kara and Setsa? It sort of looks confused at the two EB for a moment. Kara just kind of looks up at him and says, I'm Kara, I'm the short gremlin. She's Setsa. She's the tall sciencey one. Uh yeah, yes, yes, I I I I I can uh I can see that now. Uh Rick has, has told us a lot about all of you and uh he he has included descriptions, but uh sometimes my memory is, is getting a bit faded uh in, in my age. Uh, uh so you must what uh your, uh, your, uh, and, uh, I don't actually remember meeting, hearing about, uh, you as he points to Mary. I'm fairly new to the ship. Ah, uh, well, then, uh, you, my Oskin friend, must be Trog, then. Yes, I am Trog. Pleasure to meet you. And this, uh, must, obviously, must be what? Skipper, right there, that's the coloring I'm seeing. Yo, I am the skipper, and I am blue and fuzzy. The others are not blue and fuzzy. Yes, yes, I, uh, Rick, Rick here has told us all about uh, the adventures uh, of the crew and uh, companions that you've met along the way. Uh, please, please come in. Uh, my wife, uh, she would be uh, glad to uh, see all of you. Kara nods and heads inside, careful to check and see if there's anything required of her, like removing her shoes or anything. Uh, Rick doesn't seem to, uh, like, Rick enters first, since he's aware that he's sort of, like, the lead here, and he doesn't, he doesn't take off his shoes, he just sort of, uh, nods, uh, as, as he enters. Uh, you, uh, you, um... Fine, just in uh, in a room off to the the side as as you enter uh, in the main hallway of of this residence, another um, older saw this time female uh, who <laughs> sorry um, who um, is just sitting down reading relaxing uh, with some glasses uh, on her face reading a book. 
Kara knows better than to interrupt somebody reading a book and just waits. Uh, she starts to close the book and uh, stands up to uh, greet and, and uh, bow to all of you as you enter. Kara doesn't have a skirt, but she gives her best curtsy to the matriarch. That's a does curtsy. Uh, please take a seat. Uh, it seems like we already know, well, most of you anyway. Uh, uh, please, uh, uh, can I can I get you a drink? Uh, we have we have a bit of a a, a variety of here, even some uh, more alcoholic, which I believe some of you may enjoy. I'll have some old dipper and whiskey if you have it. I think I'm better off not drinking. I, if you have like juice or soma or something, that that'd be nice. Thank you. She she sorts of smiles and nods. Uh, we do have some Aldebaran whiskey and some juice is uh, quite a wise choice. Uh, you are the uh, XO of the ship, if I remember right. Uh, actually, I'm not. The XO of the ship is Doctor Eli O'Connor. Oh. He is not with us currently. That's right, I do apologize. It's sad that he uh, couldn't make his time, but uh, you are... Kara gives a slight smirk. I'm not the XO, ma'am. I'm just the loudest mouth. <laughs> uh, that you are, but you are here in a leadership position and uh, for the, for this away team, and uh, and it is, it is uh, noted and appreciated that you uh, take such a role uh, seriously. Uh, uh, while I go get drinks, um, please, uh, do you have any questions for us? No, I can't say that I do right now. Most of my questions would generally be based on either piloting or wildlife, and Rick's already given me a rundown on the general state of the wildlife of the planet, and, uh, it's probably better if I don't go piloting the house anywhere. Uh, uh, he's, uh, Rick's... Father sort of laughs at the place. Well, uh, it would be quite an accomplishment if you could. Uh, once these buildings have set down, they're um, designed to be quite difficult to remove. But, uh, yeah, are you uh, interested in some of the animals here? Would you... We could uh, take you to the zoo. I'm all for that, but it depends on what the group's up for. She looks back at everyone. Setsa's tail is flicking excitedly. Well, I'll call that a yes. How about you, Chorog? Can you drink and walk at the same time? Just try and stop me. No, that's Mary's job. She stifles a chuckle, but doesn't say anything. Well, uh, then let's, uh, let's go. Do you have, uh, any thoughts, uh, Kara, about some of the propulsion systems that have just been... Discussed, and she starts going about some some new discovery um, by the uh, Daystrom Institute about ship thrusters and propulsion. Kara spends a moment waxing poetic about the Bozeman hyperimpulse engines, but then moves on to stating that the greatest thing is probably going to be those Aegis engines when they finally get perfected. Quite a lot of work has been going into those engines, I've heard. Yeah, seems like they've been working on crafting those for years, but I still haven't seen any around. Setsa raises her hand. We're not in school, dear. You can just talk. 
Um, I was just wondering, have you ever tried the quantum, uh, the quantum slipstream um, first on the Reliant yet? Kara thinks, well, there was that one time when we had to get back to the base real quick during the whole... Uh, <clears throat> um, she realizes she can't remember the name of the planet. Anyway, it was during that uh, that that scuffle with the Orions and the Klingons over the uh, the planet of the uh, little orange folk. She searches around for words and manages not to say Oompa Loompas. <laughs> uh, the Lapada system, yes. Uh, oh, hey. As, I guess you heard as, about as, that too. Uh, as an aside, um, I was hoping that Kara would say no. Because we did learn this week that the Reliant class has the ability to do short bursts of uh, quantum slip space. Um, I don't think we ever incorporated that into the ship, though. So I was just hoping for that moment. Like, no, it's like, well, it's the red button on the console. It's like, what red button? I was about to say, if there's a button, Kara's probably pushed it. Okay. Well, uh... The, the... So that's, that's a nod, because Lapatis, she wasn't entirely conscious for. Yes, the uh, the quantum slipstream is um, an entirely different way of looking of uh, at travel at warp travel. It's revolutionary. Uh, we're a bit too old and uh, a bit too out of of the engineering game to uh, to really uh, to really grasp all these all these uh, new changes. But uh, the the stats from what I hear are quite impressive. Uh, Skipper raises a hand. You know what? You keep raising your hand when you want to talk. I think that's a good system. Uh, oh, yes, uh... Have you ever... Have you tried the spore drive? Uh, I am... Spore drive? I haven't heard anything about that. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. Spore drive? I tried. Oh, uh, yeah, well, Rick did tell us that you had the ability to, uh... To uh, teleport yourself, uh, we thought it was it was uh, some kind of internal transporter. But uh... okay, Skipper is going to take that as a prompt for yes, and she's going to need to make a roll for a really big spore jump. <laughs> Do I have numbers to roll for? Uh, a type of role for this. Uh, let's do um, control because it's all about precision and um, where, like, where where does uh, Skipper want to go? Um, wants to go far to show off. Which is better, con or science? Uh, for Skipper, I'd say con. All right, let's go with with control con. Uh, any threat? Um, no, no threat. Uh, Skipper grabs a piece of the floor and tries to spore jump the entire house. However, she only manages to spore jump the piece of floor she is standing on. So if it's like a, like a uh, tile, she just spore jumps out with the tile. A few uh, moments later, spore jumps back and is like, oh, oh. It didn't quite work, but I just went to Earth. Is anyone else a little bit relieved that... She looks at the hole in the floor. That it didn't quite work? Mary just, looked, Mary just looks at the hole in the floor. 
looks up at Kara, very aggressively nods in agreement. Kara looks over at the Elder Sore. Well, sir, you did say someone attempting to pilot the house would be quite an achievement. Well, uh, yes, uh, I did say that. Um, I just never expected anyone to actually try. Kara nods and, looking the sore dead in the eyes, simply says, You have to be careful what you say around some people. And then her eyes flick to Skipper and then back to the sore. Uh, I I think I understand what you're saying. Um, perhaps uh, let's go. Uh, let's let's go to the zoo, shall we? It's uh, perhaps it's time we get out of here a bit. Uh, take a bit of a break. Yeah, uh, Skipper gently pats the uh, piece of the floor she took uh, back into place and totters along with the rest of the crew. Kara, before joining the others, double taps her communicator badge. Reliant, um, I'm going to need an engineering ensign down here. Someone skilled on floor repair. Yes, I know that's not generally an engineering, you know, specialty. Thank you. And then she runs to catch up to the others. Rick passes on his actual suggestion for a a more structure-based crewman that that does things like uh, grab plating. So here it deals with floors and um, and um, underfloor materials quite well. So he would ha- have at least the most experience out of the engineers on the crew. Which brings me to a question suddenly for Marcus. Exactly how many times has have they had to replace the carpet in the tardigrade room due to spills? Um, probably several times. Yeah, he should but- be experienced. And unfortunately, he's the one, it, it seems he's always the one that you see after after these kind of tardigrade incidents that uh, you always see the same crewman. Um, well, well, at least it's not on fire this time. Or just nods. Yeah, sorry. Thanks. Well, I have this done, did you be? And for some reason, I'm just imagining this guy is having a very... He's got gray hair and a very bushy mustache. <laughs> exactly. That's that, uh, dead on. Looks like the handyman from like eighty every 80s sitcom. <laughs> All right. So um, as uh, as you leave the, the residence, uh, there is a vehicle um, outside. Uh, well, not in a in a carport to the side of the building. Um, it's it's more like a hover vehicle. Um, what what do you know? Uh, as they uh, as the two, as uh, you all start to get in, uh, the older male sort takes the takes a driving position. Um, what do you you know about our first contact? What do you, what has uh, Rick told you? Well, sir, as I understand it, first contact occurred with the Federation at the time in which your people were attempting to evacuate their homeworld due to an impending supernova. Yes, uh, the uh, details were that uh, we we knew that it was possible, we had developed the technology to do it, but uh, we did not have the energy output at the time to actually 
power, properly power the thing enough to generate any reasonable size uh, warp bubble. We could create a minuscule, like, as if like uh, blowing air bubbles, but uh, nothing of any reasonable, usable size. And we uh, were just, just, just discovered uh, anti the the ability to to generate anti antimatter deuterium from deuterium and and we we crafted a, a crude antimatter matter reactor but uh yes and uh, we were able to demonstrate that but uh, like the, the 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 vessel was the the star was was soon running out of of time it would it would explode and without the intervention and the slowing down of the of the uh the, the star's uh exploration shall we say even though we had discovered and developed warp capabilities we would not have been able to use them effectively understood it's not the same sort of thing but fr had a similar problem during the interregnum our greenhouse gases, among other things, were out of control. We very badly damaged the environment. The only upside and difference is we didn't have to completely abandon IFR. Things but, that are caused by people can be rectified by people. It's just a matter of when they aren't that, that's a problem. Generally, they can be, but some... Things are just so large and so universal. If the trio were here, they'd probably also tell you about how Riothea was almost wiped out by a comet. Yes, uh, I, I did hear of that. Rick uh, did tell us of what happened, and it does seem the Federation does have a, a, a rather nasty habit of, of intervening in the most dire of circumstances. Oh, hey, it's not always an emergency when we show up. It's just she thinks back to the doomsday machine of about a week ago. No, no, ne never mind. It seems like when the Reliant does show up, it's almost always bad. And, uh, yeah, so some some, uh, some similar discussions are held, but uh, as we all approach the zoo, and that's a time, bad time for, for a break. So uh, if we want to take a few minutes, get some water... Stretch our legs and we'll be back uh, for our listeners momentarily. Don't forget, uh, we do have the email, start, reliant at Starbase UDC, for comments, for suggestions, for feedback, for, um, for doodles, and for art pieces, and for talking about how Grimnir shouldn't have said what he just said. Or maybe should have said what he just said. We'll leave that in your court. Also, remember, if you're going to sweep, use only Federation-approved brooms. This is Ensign Sweetie. Welcome back to Reliant. Uh, the crew of the uh, that have been down have uh, met Rick's parents, had a bit of a discussion, gone to the zoo, met a lot of cute animals, some not so cute, and um, as part of the zoo, there's there's a bit of an exhibit on some of the the animals from the old old zoo, as they're starting to call it. Um, 
Skipper apparently spore jumped into one of the enclosures uh, and rode on top of a not quite turtle, but definitely a turtle. Uh, so the, the evening, afternoon went rather. Uh, actually, can I get someone to everyone to do a roll for me? Let's go. Um, Insight command. Kara has to spend a lot of time apologizing to people instead of busy in the gift shop buying plushies. She is not pleased, but it is hard to tell Skipper this. What was it? Insight what? Insight command. Well, both Setsa and Kara fail. So does Shorog. So does and Barry. <laughs> 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 oh, we gotta do Skipper. We gotta do Skipper. We gotta do fail, Skipper. fail, fail. <laughs> All our hopes range on Skipper right now, so let me pull up. I was about to say, Rick hasn't done it either. Technically, he's with the group. Uh, well, we gotta put it on Skipper, though. Insight, command. Oh, this. Okay, and Rick will be <laughs> doing it as well, so uh, let's see how Rick goes. Uh, I don't think we've all failed something. Oh, Rick! Rick Ruffle. is the other one that got any successes. He got home field advantage. Home field advantage. Um, for the most part, uh, Rick uh, is actually rather been rather attentive to the to the crew, and it, it's just sort of small things like, um, it's it's sort of hard to describe just exactly. What has uh, um, has been done, but Rick, um, he he is there as just sort of to help keep an eye on the. Well, he, he's been reacting to to help keep an eye on how others have been reacting to the crew and uh, sort of providing suggestions on occasion, um, pointing out who we actually who Car actually needs to apologise to. Um, is is perhaps one of the main main things that he's done, but he's just sort of helped smooth a couple of um of feathers that well not feathers but ideas. He's been able to do that just by directing people to to react slightly differently to 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 how they were doing it. Um, one of the things he points out is that. Saw very duty focused, so like each saw has a duty to themselves, has duty to their family, and duty to the to the broader society, and 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 rights come as as a sort of reflection of of those rights of those duties back towards you. Um. So he he's just sort of been able to. To remind people, just to sort of shift the way that they've been thinking about interacting, just to just just to come, uh, just to make sure that everyone has has a has a good time. Um, so one of the other things that are in the zoo is is a more of a museum of the old saw, uh, like picture, like holographic pictures and video reference. Uh, well, holographs and and moving video of 
um, of, of some of the old animals, uh, as well as experiencing the animals that are existing on this new planet. So, so it's sort of like half a memorial, in a sense, as well as a celebration of, of new life. So it, it's, it, it's sort of a bit like, in some ways, uh, a physical embodiment of a wake, in a way, which is a bit weird to think about, but I mean, that, that, that's how uh, most of us all sort of view the view the view the zoo and and how they they combine the new with the with the uh now deceased so the uh yeah so most people have time there there there's all these interesting animals that the crew get to see and and have a limited interaction with um cuz most By of the, the animals most of the animals By are not uh pet Worthy, but there is a small petting uh, area that is available. The the group has made it to the wake section. Kara is slightly grumpy, having to skip going to the gift shop or anywhere else, and having had to apologize a lot, and finally having made a donation to help smooth things over. At this point, as she walks along, she has her tail behind her wrapped around one of Skipper's wrists to make sure that at least if the tardigrade jumps, she has to drag Kara along. Kara stops and reads a few of the plaques. Uh, She sighs, realizing that this place is kind of in its own way a sort of funeral, and it's educational, but depressing. What are some of your other reactions to the... the Duality of this place. Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? Oh, I've been muted. Yes, you have. Okay. Uh, Sets has been walking around, just more or less processing the information. Not having an emotional reaction, but she's just kind of cross-referencing what's part of the resource original ecology, what's part of the new ecology, like the evolutionary paths, so on and so forth. And points of compatibility. So she's just taking it purely didactically. She's also, while Kara's been apologizing, has also had plenty of time to raid the gift shop. She has a large bag. Jog. Jog's just wandering around, looking at different things, really showing no general interest. Alright. So, uh, Grimney, Mary... She is probably very fascinated and observing and, and, and absorbing in a very uh, detached observational way. All right, so uh, an hour or two passes here at the zoo, and the day is starting to get old. Um, you, you have been, you can stay uh, with Rick's family, or you can head back up to the ship for now. I'm not skipping an opportunity like this. So long as Kara's welcome, she stays with the Sar family. Alright, so um as uh, as as the crew returns, uh you, you already find that the table uh is mostly set. Uh that that there's there's plates of, of, of food and and glasses of, of and Empty glasses, but uh, jugs of 
uh, and jugs and bottles of, of various things, water, juices, and uh, yes, it's the Elder Brown whiskey is out on the table. Um, they uh, invite, invite you all to sit and start um, to, and, and just start to, to join us, join them in food and some basic conversation. When Kara arrives and sees the spread, she blushes and feels bad about the fact that she's not been contributing much so far to the trip except damage control. She still has Skipper on a short leash, so to speak. But she politely thanks the Tsar and sits down and... Setsa uh, bows to um, Rick's parents and sits down, uh, sits, also sits down next to Kara for happy meal time. So, Kara, as, attempt, so you go, Kara. Attempt, Kara, attempting to have at least something better to think about for the rest of the day, you know, while sitting next to Setsa, twines her tail with Setsa's. Trog does a slight bow and respect and takes his place across from Kara. Pours a little bit of the Aldebaran whiskey. Skipper has gone back to the ship, so the other baby tardigrades do not get suspicious about where she's been. And so Kara can apologize else. less. <laughs> All, uh, yeah, else many baby tardigrades may descend. Swarm <laughs> behavior is not in- <laughs> Not advisable at the time. Car is grateful. <laughs> so they they introduce the food that is 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 at the table. It's it's a seafood soup. Um, not as not as spi- not not all that spicy, but it it is has a lot of you know like. F- seasonings and flavorings added some that are a bit so, some that add a bit of a tang some add add a bit of a like um a sweetness to it and and there is there is um quite a a nice juxtaposition but there is a bit of a juxtaposition in the in the in the in the dish <coughs> Sets uh, munches, nods, and says, "Well, this this kind of reminds me a bit of the food we had in my second school, um, uh, up north on uh, Ivar. Oh, mushy, but yeah, it, it's pretty good." I guess while I'm thinking about Sar food, um, Trillar, was that from the old planet, or is that native to this world? That is that uh, is one of the few um, routes that we have been a- uh, that that um, that we have been able to cultivate in controlled hydroponics. Well, that's nice. Little taste of home, even out here. There are there are some things that are that we just uh, that we just couldn't leave behind. That uh, there. Are, you you have to move on, but there's always that bit that uh bit that you take with you to remind you of of what was lost but also of what comfort 
or of the good times that you had as well. Karanad, and something that's unique to your culture and your people to be shared with the galaxy. It is a shame that Rick and many others of his generation were able to, to see our planet, uh, uh, the old, old soul, before it was destroyed. It was all of our history, all of our mythologies are, are based on it. Uh, it was a time when, when the, the ground was, was so frozen that just living a day was a struggle. Kara at this point realizes that while she had intended to talk about food, this has gone down a more depressing historical path, and she quietly shuts up. But uh, anyway, um, uh, enough of that um, um, discussion. We are, we are here to celebrate the think of the future. And uh, the Federation it will, is, uh, is Saul's future. And um, even though we, we aren't members and we aren't going to think of joining the Federation for some time, the Saul alliance with the Federation has been instrumental to that future. So uh let's 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 have a, a toast I think you call it. Indeed. Setzel looks around for bread and then has a moment and realizes oh the other toast. Uh Kara notes the mistake but says nothing. She uh takes her glass of juice and simply says to new sore to the federation and to the future. Uh to the future. Uh, all three to the future. And uh, they raise their glasses all filled with some kind of liquid to drink and, and just take a sip. Well, uh, we don't have a lot of room. Uh, the, uh, the, these old colony, old uh, prefabricated buildings were not designed for housing large large groups at once, but we do have substantial bedding and, and uh, places to rest. So uh, so I'm sure we can arrange something. Find something oh, comfortable no for all of you. Oh, I don't take up, I can share one, so... I don't take up much space. Just give me a pillow and a blanket and I can make myself quite at home in the corner. They, br- they bring up pillows, cushions, um... Blankets and and all kinds of other bedding material to help uh, to lay down to 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 turn at pretty much any empty space into um, into something that is capable of of actually allowing someone to to sl- have a good rest for the night. It's not as comfortable as it would be on the Reliant in the bunks or even uh, a, or any kind of proper bed, but it's definitely functional. Kara just snuggles up to Setsa, and as she's kind of half drifting off to sleep, she's busy thinking about, hey, you could make a whole room out of soft stuff, and then you could sleep anywhere. I am now thinking about the practicality of that, and I agree, and I'm looking around my current location right now, like, oh, can I do that tonight? Padded room! Padded room! (laughs) It's not just for crazy people anymore. (laughs) Trog throws a blanket on the floor, piles up a couple of pills in a corner, and he's quite comfortable at home, just like on the old pirate ship. 
Setsa looks over to Mary. You okay over there? Mary nods, looks over at Setsa, and says, Oh, yes, I'm just participating in the best way. She smiles, takes a, a oh, little drink. If you're drunk, you know, need some buddies. Car and I are down here. Mary quirks an eyebrow. Snuggle buddy? Oh, she she yeah. tries not to laugh. Yeah, I mean, we're just sharing a room. We just basically everywhere's a bed, but yeah, if you get cold, we're here. Trog dive crocks his head to one side says, I protest, I do not snuggle. Have you tried? Yes, it was a very underwhelming experience. I think you should try again. And Setsa whips, uh, uh, grabs something from her museum bag and throws it over to Chorog. Hey, this looks like that thing I tried to stare down earlier. Yes, it's a red plushy version of whatever that thing was. Chorog Setsa, looks at it and puts it on, puts it off to the side, and just gets comfortable staring at it. Sets of giggles and begin passing out the other uh, plushies. She makes up. So are these all living the- animals that are on for? She has to do this mostly by tossing, as Kara has already fallen asleep and is not letting go. Sets of places Kara's plushie on top of her head. A soft snore is the only response. Eventually, everyone falls asleep. Uh, some much quicker than others. But uh, soon sleep takes all of you, and um, you're woken up next morning with the smells of cooked food already wafting through the house. Kara is relatively quick to awaken, and more or less just kind of slips away from Setsa, if care, if possible, and tries to limit the amount of walkway that they are impeding with their sleeping materials. The the design is actually, like, how they've actually laid it out is remarkably efficient in terms of there is actually a small corridor that's that's sort of like I mean, I say corridor, but gap where there is no bedding that anyone can that people, even though they're spread out, that people can use to 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 get to say the toilet or shower or the kitchen or the table. Well, Kara carefully dresses in her uniform and ties her hair back, and then heads to go see if she can be of assistance in the morning. Uh, you find uh, Rick's parents. Uh, working both hard in the kitchen. Uh, some familiar ifr things, some earth things, some sore things, they are seemingly going out of their way to make you welcome. Uh, with all sorts of breakfast foods, uh, even cereals and oatmeal and, and, and things that are nature. They are... Um, yeah. Oh, uh, good morning. We're still uh, preparing breakfast. Uh, shouldn't take too long. Kara nods and is there any way I can help? 
Oh, uh, thank you for the offer, no, but no, we're, we've got it all sorted. Uh, you're our guests. Uh, it's, it's our responsibility, our duty to take care of you. Um, okay. She feels kind of embarrassed about this and wishes she could help, but also realizes that culturally she's an unknown water, so she's just gonna just let it go. Um, a very groggy... He does strike up a conversation about the Ibby food with them while they're at it, giving out, you know, just little tips and interesting notes on things. She was a farm girl, after all. A very groggy Setsa trudges through the room and into the nearest thing that she uh, thinks is a shower unit. The, uh, I mean, it's it's pretty clear what is a shower unit, because this building is, uh, it was an old... uh, prefabricated colony building. So it's... Setsa has enough experience to quickly know uh, where where the basics are. Uh, I was giving you the opportunity where she just, like, takes a faucet from, like, over by the kitchen and just starts... <laughs> yeah, but... Eh. Yeah, so she showers, gets ready in a short time and kind of comes back out looking for anything that might be coffee-like. There is, um, there are some numerous, um, thermoses, for, for a better word. Uh, different, not designed like the, the ones that, uh, Setter is used to, but thermoses nonetheless that have, uh, various forms of, uh, hot drink of them. One of them, oh, that is definitely coffee as she smells it. She makes herself a big, glass of coffee, and just start drinking. Let's see how well coffee they make, because they um, don't drink coffee, so... Um, Good oh, coffee! Two successes! No, it's one success, because I forgot to put the uh, target in, but it's still uh, one success. So it's it's reasonable, it's it's nowhere near the best you've had, but it's it's reasonable coffee. It, it, it does the job, that's all you really need it. To do. Yep. I mean, and it's no nebula coffee, but... For a very groggy Ibby, that is perfectly fine. Uh, as as Setsa wakes up, the, 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 the rest of the smells of the food sort of hit her nostrils as, as dishes are being laid on the table. Chara groggily wanders in. As he's stretching his back and you hear like, just, a, just a vertebrae cracking. Kara, you know, goes over and sits next to Setsa and just looks back and... So I guess I'm the only early riser of the group? Well, normally I'm good, just not used to hard beds. Kara, unable to stop herself, simply says, Oh, not used to a good hard lay, are we? Setsa... Setsa takes a minute with that and is visibly processing in a few ways and just says simply... No, no. Alright, so what do you all have for breakfast? Because there is a wide assortment uh, ready for you to pull from. Some from your your native, some from not. Most not. Kara, Kara takes suggestions from Rick on what to have, but if there's any unip nearby, she basically just grabs all of that and sets it in front of Setsa. And Rick is... That's- 
is sort of gushing over the food. Like, he is pretty much saying everything here is good, and it's just a matter of picking something, eating it, and trying something else. Kara's all in for that. Jarog's eyeing, eyeing the table trying to figure out what looks good. Yes. The answer is yes. I'll try a little bit of everything. Jarog, uh, with, with the food, gets a bit of taste of different kinds of flavors and textures, but it's all... Um, it's all the kind of filling. It's all... So, like, dissatisfying to eat and drink and provide energy for the day. It, it, whatever you choose, whatever you have, it, it it's quite the um, quite a nice start for the day. Kara looks around for a bit. Is Mary still asleep? Oh no, Mary. Mary does not sleep very much. So she was awake when everybody fell asleep, and she was awake when everybody woke up. She's just being very quiet and very observant. Eventually, Kara looks over and notices that Mary's sitting across from her. Fuck me, how long have you been there? She smiles and says, wouldn't you like to know? Yeah, that's why I asked. (laughs) I know that was going to be your response. She just smiles and uh, takes a bite of whatever she's eating. Says, did you have something you wanted to ask me? I just did. Well, aside from that. No, not really. Don't worry about my whereabouts. Oh, sleep good. Could you make that sound a little less creepy, Mary? She smiles and says, no, I don't think I will. Uh, All right. What he's eating and despise what looks like coffee is... Cara, is that that coffee? I don't know. I haven't tried it. Ask Setsa. She had some. Well, is that the same thing as coffee, Setsa? It's coffee. It's mine. (laughs) <laughs> she kind of hugs the thermos. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty then. There, there isn't there. Some of the other foods are just sort of like drinks are like a hot, um, hot juice that ha- has a bit of caffeine in it as well. It's not as not as necess- strong as coffee, but it it. it it hits that same sort of itch, just not as much. Oh, Trog, try some of the hot, hot caffeine juice. Well, this isn't bad. Granted, it's not like the coffee that I make, but it's good. Car, meanwhile, has an Ibby drink, which is hot and slightly brown and very cinnamony. That's a refills her coffee and uh, takes a bite of a muffin. <laughs> All right. So after after breakfast, with with everyone eating, having having this this small small talk between between all of you, um, Rick's father goes. Uh, it's time for uh, for us to get ready. Uh, th- they apparently want us there for a walk through uh, a demonstration. Of some of the areas of of the new um, school that have been that has been set up before its official opening. Kara nods and makes with the readyment. Tetsa is also all set. All right. 
So Mary joins as uh, as Waitley has to duck out for a brief moment. And you all get going towards the uh, destination. You're, you haven't been, uh, you've, you've been given the coordinates in case you've had to teleport there. Um, but for some reason, our experience just prefer driving you. Um, it is further out. It is, um, it, it actually isn't far, but it, it's, it's out of the main central, um, prefabricated area of, of the city and, and more, uh, more in, it's, it's just not far, but it's still fairly central, but, um, not in, not in the prefabricated area. Um, you start to, pull in along the along the pathway and and you see uh this more modern sort of a miniature starfleet academy sort of these buildings and some rotundas uh dotted around the place each seem to have some kind of different purpose and uh different use but it's all like one kind of uh one campus um like a university or a or a like a high school pave um certificate kind of thing. Oh, just smiles. Reminds me of the IOD academies from back home. I had to spend a few months going through that myself. It, it is is definitely takes some more more saw in terms of architectural style. Um, that being. A bit more smooth and round, um, no real hard edges, but um, I mean, a school's a school, uh, and, and there is clearly uh, a larger, like um, central area that is the main body of the school. Kara walks along, wondering to herself. I wonder if they make the students clean up after the day like they did us. Uh, you, you meet, uh, I forgot what I named the captain. Captain Andorian. Yes, yeah, so you meet the Andorian captain that you met when, uh, arriving, uh, at, at the, at, at the coordinates and, um, who, who's, uh, just sort of standing along the pathway to the main building, who, who looks towards you, notices you, and then, then starts sort of, like, um, not running, not jogging, but, you know, like fast walking towards you. As Kara notices the captain power walking towards them, she turns and gives a salute. Uh, captain salutes back and, um, oh, you're welcome, welcome, good, you're just in time. Uh, we're, we're sort of, uh, awaiting um, all the other, uh, VIPs have got, are here and have, uh, gathered. So, uh, come on. Uh, we need to, we need to go. And he starts leading you back, power walking just as fast, back towards the main building. Kara smiles. I like this guy. He doesn't waste time. Setsa has visible difficulty keeping up. Kara Rick is actually, down. uh, like pretty hard on his heels. But he, he does Kara, like stop to to look back and 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 to uh, to 
just to see how everyone else is going. Karat kind of slows down to help Setsa keep up with the group. Alas, I am not strong enough to carry thee, my lady. Could give you a piggyback ride, maybe. But that might look just kind of weird. Mm, yeah, it's, especially in this. Um, yeah, let's just keep going. I'll be, I'll be fine. She sort of brushes off Kara's assistance to try to keep going herself and just is a little bit wrapped up in just uh, the physical process of making her legs move that fast. Okay, I'll hold you to that. You all enter into the uh, main uh, central building of, of, of the school and um, you, you notice some Federation officials, some SOAR officials, but there's one person that sort of stands out. Uh, there, there's a male Cation, black, for standing there um, in, in a... In a, in a t-shirt, but it's sort of faded. Uh, and you can't really tell what design was on the front of a t-shirt. But he uh, doesn't look official in any kind of regards. But he's there, seemingly invited along with everyone else. Hmm. Kara, you know, kind of gives the guy an odd look, but doesn't say anything. He could be an admiral for all she knows. Everyone that is... Uh, give me an insight check, Kara. Uh, insight uh, command. Insight and, okay. Let's see how terribly this goes. Well, I got one success. That's a lot better than I was expecting. Okay, you, you don't believe that this Cation is Starfleet, but you don't know how, how he's connected at all. It's sort of weird that he's here. Kara just kind of chews her lip, but figures time will tell. The Cation just sort of looks and his eyes wanders all of you. He, he loiters on to Chorog a bit longer, but not anything that that would be considered weird. Just sort of, huh, okay, there's a Norskin here. That's unusual. On to the next one. And uh, the, the captain goes, uh, well, uh, thank you all for joining us here. We, um, the official, as you all know, the official opening is going to take place in two hours' time. Uh, after that, there will be uh, speeches by the uh, principal of the school, as well as uh, representatives from the SOAR and Federation governments, uh, the captain indicating each of those people uh, who are here. Um, Setsa leans uh, over to uh, uh, Rick and says, um, Do we have to give a speech? I was not informed of any, and I would think if we were, then if we weren't, then uh, we shouldn't have to. I mean, we could, if you wanted ah, to. Okay. No, 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 just... I'm gonna be sure. Just, I don't, you know, just, yeah. Just don't want to in, get into this academic situation. Feel like I'm not prepared at the very last moment for a big speech. May have had some nightmares for that effect. Uh, well, uh, apparently you wouldn't be the first one to have such. Uh, apparently, it's a common problem within engineering. It's almost like public speaking is a common fear among sentient beings. 
So, uh, so with, with that out of the way and confirmation that the group doesn't actually have to give a, a speech, uh, or Rick, even Rick doesn't have to give a speech, that, um, uh, that, um, uh, they, uh, they go, actually, can I get, um, who is trying to pay attention to the, um, Cation right now? Churog. Are you? Uh, Churog's been watching this Cation. This Cation seems out of place. He's acting a little, little skittish, kind of jittery. Churog turns to Kara and says, I don't trust him. There's something fishy about him. I'll keep an eye on him. Okay, uh, give me what would... Give me inside security check for anyone who wants to assess location. Let's have said that. Security and insight. Kara's gonna forego. She's imagining that the answer will be forthcoming with time. So, um... Setsa, um, sort of looks over the cage and trying to get any idea of who he is or what he belongs to. Um, her eyes sort of focus a bit on his shirt. And uh, as she works out roughly uh, what the design of the shirt is, and I'm posting that in Game Time, time Chat now. Uh, for those who are listening, it is a sort of Starfleet Delta with an image of, uh, an amphibious captain on it. Uh, the words approved by the first Delphinian in Starfleet. Uh, Setsa, can I get another reason command? Boom, zero. You have no idea who that Delphinian is, nor how he relates to um, the soul. Alright, so uh, as uh, as you were looking at each other, wondering what's going on, uh, Captain and Dorian uh, leads you all through, through a first series of doors, um, you can see students, um, the first, uh, uh, sorry, set doors and down, down a corridor and round some corners and to, to one of the, the far classrooms. Uh, the, uh, the, the st- there's already students in there, uh, as you look through the, the door, uh, has a, as one of the glass, not glass, but, yeah, glass, Actually, no, it would be uh, transparent aluminum because of... Why not? Um, uh, because of Scotty. Scotty. Uh, that uh, that it's a, a computer lab. Uh, re- new Federation computers have been installed and, and there's roughly, say, five, five or six saw that are working on the computer systems and studying and, and, and they seem to be more getting experience in, in, uh, Federation technology. 
Kara gives an involuntary shiver. Ugh. Reminds me of my astrophysics final. Flashbacks. Uh, after uh, uh, Rick speaks up, after um, after we moved, the Federation has significantly advanced our, our understanding of computers and all sorts of sciences and technology. Uh, I was, my parents were directly involved with with the development of the warp drive, so. I was even from a young age experienced and 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 um dealt with with federation officials and technology so I, I've been that's how I became and that's why I was chosen to be the first engineer for saw to become a, a member of the um Starfleet but uh, so, many of my colleagues uh, haven't had that opportunity so they just so engineering runs in the family, then. Uh, well, yes, it it um, it does seem to be have. I am I am proud of, even though I I don't like saying it to them. I am proud of all the work that my parents have done, and and, and uh, I'm just hope that I I do them proud as that I am. I mean, I know I am I am, but well, it's just um, it's just. Still, so much more. Still, still, a lot, a lot of weight on me for that. But anyway, right? Um, yeah, a lot of my colleagues that don't have the um, weren't natively brought up. They, 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 they weren't infused with this technology from a young age. They still have to um, learn the basics. Many, many of them, anyway. As um, Rick finishes speaking, you sort of uh, overhear uh, the occasion to ask about some of the the compute the, the technology and the and the the computing systems, um, uh, specific models and technical jargon. Um, can I get anyone who's paying attention to that to do a uh, reason engineering? Okay, so so most of you follow along. Um, you all understand that this is what the technology is, and it's it's some of the the more recent uh, technologies, like almost fresh off the presses from um, uh, the the Daystrom Institute. Um, and yes, it is about time that we we still got a little bit to go, but. I think it's about time uh, we finish for today. So thank you for joining us. We've still got much more to go in Seoul, uh, but uh, we'll follow up with that next week and see what's going on with this cation. And, um, and how more. Reliant has brought bad news to Soar. <laughs> hey, we could have a nice adventure for once. <laughs> Oh, maybe, maybe it is a nice adventure. Who knows? That's that's all coming up next nice time on Star Trek: Arrive.